And welcome back to another edition of the Michael Deacon Program, reporting from El Central California. The pleasure is all yours. This is a very different kind of show, a place where we don't feel so alone. First-time listeners, thank you kindly for finding us. This is where gold falls from the sky, on occasion, of course, on occasion. Tonight, the planets have aligned. Join us this evening is Mr. Jeffrey Prather. Jeffrey is a retired Army officer, ex-DEA special agent, former DIA intelligence officer turned whistleblower, then targeted by our very own government. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing us into your hearts and into your minds. Here we are again on a night like this. Great to be back. Great to be back. It's good to see all of you out there yet again, wherever the hell you are, on this great island called Earth. And yes, the chat room and the wonderful bastards that listen in on the podcast version of this program. Respect. Now, without further ado, let's get down to brass taxes and bring in Mr. Prather, who is patiently waiting right now. Uh, Jeff, are you with us? I am. There you are. I'm sorry for the delay. No problem. I got excited during the intro. (laughs) It's the music. It gets me fired up every time. There's plenty to be fired up about. Oh, yes. So welcome back to the program. I hope everything is going well for you and your family, Jeff. Going well, uh, other than my uh, radio show being canceled and censored, but uh, podcasts are going well. Everything else is going well. It's been a hell of a year, and what many have been describing to me as purgatory. I'm not really religious, uh, to be honest with you, Jeff, but I feel like I've been crucified this year. (laughs) Really? What happened? Just everything going on with the CCP virus. Oh, well, purgatory, you know, I was, I'm out of a Catholic orphanage and was raised Catholic. Not now. I, you know, I just run a Christian chaplaincy, but uh, purgatory is in between heaven. Right. And everybody's life, uh, life's been on hold. Uh, but that's by design. That's clearly by design. Very ridiculous. And of course, you just mentioned your show being canceled. I mentioned that in the ending of uh, one of the previous shows I've done. Can you tell the listeners what happened there? Well, it's just like all the rest of the censorship. Uh, you know, big media and big tech uh, is censoring everybody uh, on everything. They've even censored uh, Trump. Uh, so it's no real surprise. But uh, uh, I don't know why they just said – now, people from the other st- uh, shows did send me some emails and give me some information. And um, they were saying they were trying to shut down uh, – racist hatred that I was spewing, which is kind of funny since I was on a black conservatives radio show for a year and a half. Um, James T. Harris, I was that guy from that thing. And I was on a Hispanic uh, radio show for several years, Chips and Salsa. And my uh, martial arts teacher is Japanese and my wisdom teacher is Apache. So kind of funny, but it fits the narrative, uh, probably because uh, I was saying that Black lives don't matter. I'm talking about the 20 million plus aborted black babies since um, Margaret Sanger brought uh, abortion to legality to abort black babies. That's a quote from her. I said it was just for a couple black criminals, in particular one black criminal, uh, and that was uh, former President Obama for all of his crimes. 
And uh, I mentioned also that, and of course, I've done lots of shows laying out all the crimes, and that's how I got crossed with the government, went from hero to zero with the DEA, with Fast and Furious, uh, exposing uh, the DEA, my old agency, allowing um, drugs to be run north through the Sinaloa cartel. And of course, I've laid out all that facts, but <clears throat> to accuse someone, uh, they don't want that truth out there, so they abruptly censored me by canceling me. Incredible. And they labeled you a racist, which, of course, is so far from the truth, it's uh, laughable. It is. I mean, I'm always talking, you know, I, I usually talk about native rights because that's, right. that's my heritage. And because there's plenty of people talking about the sins against uh, African tribal peoples, but not many people are talking about uh, the sins against uh, Turtle Island, North American uh, tribal peoples. And they've actually had um, more done to them. I would argue, uh, than black peoples. They, you know, Indian peoples in America don't get the right to vote, uh, don't become citizens until 1924. They don't get freedom of religion until 1978. Very true. Uh, but you don't see them uh, burning down everything because they're, they're doing the hard work of rebuilding their cultures, their languages, their ceremonies, and they're doing it. And now, of course, the radio show has been terminated indefinitely. Oh, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm trying to get time to file a, a breach of contract, but and uh, FCC said uh, they didn't cover it. But uh, it's just a leadership thing. It's just that I'm standing up to them. But you know, I'm doing a podcast at JeffreyPrather.com, and I'm on YouTube and iHeart. And uh, actually, I've got more listeners uh, doing the podcast, and I do that on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, than I ever had uh, locally, and it's a lot more smoother. Uh, because I don't have to break for commercials. Right. I would expect that, though. I would expect that you would have much more success just doing the show online than you would opposed to doing it under someone else's control. Well, I'm just trying to catch up with you, you know. <laughs> well, you're you're almost there. <laughs> By the way, you are still teaching martial arts classes without any sort of harassment, correct? Or what? what's the issue there? I am. I was teaching in my dojo uh, today, BujinkanUSA.com. I've been teaching. My dojo has been open for 30 years. I've been in martial arts since 67, whatever is that, 53, 54 years. And um, we are an essential self-defense uh, center. So we're not a gym. And so we did not shut down. We're taking precautions. but Good, good, good. But we're not uh, obeying the ridiculous, uh, absurd rules of the state. You know, um, in Pima County, where I'm at in Tucson, right. uh, nobody below uh, 35 has died of coronavirus. There's no transmission from kids to uh, adults, uh, and it's you know it's a complete psyop. It's a biological weapon. Came out of Wuhan. I mean, I work in competitive intelligence, uh, so I'm really up on that. But it's being used as a psychological uh, operations vector, and it's being used for economic battle in the Chinese concept of unrestricted warfare. Right. And we'll get into that in a moment here. And going back to the classes you teach. So no no one's ever pressed you on that yet locally, right? Not yet. Good. And I'm teaching okay, my good, uh, good. handgun class every uh, Wednesday night uh, as well. And I also offer online classes. But I have a lot of um, a lot of my kids' uh, parents are teachers and mm. teachers. They're good people, but they tend to be uh, very liberal. I actually have liberal friends, believe it or not. And um <laughs> So they're, they've kind of pulled their kids and pulled back because, uh, you know, they're afraid to open uh, because they think it's going to happen, but they're just not looking at the data at, at all. And you have, and you have children yourself, by the way, 
in case anyone was wondering, yes. And what's going on with them and, and their schooling situation, if you don't mind me asking? No, I actually love you asking. That's a good point. So, um, you know, I'm very spiritual. I practice Judeo-Christian and native uh, spirituality. And, uh, you know, I have a chaplaincy. Uh, I have a chaplaincy camp coming up. That's ChristChaplaincy.com. I'll just keep plugging my website since we talk. Uh, but okay. uh, my kids were in a uh, Christian school um, here, uh, and uh, the the older folks uh, retired, and it has been taken over by what I call uh, woke Christians. Uh, and so there's no real leadership there, and there's uh, teachers that are supporting Black Lives Matter. And, of course, if you read the manifesto of Black Lives Matter, it says uh, – of many things it says besides being trained Marxist – and Marxists and communists are uh, against any faith except for, you know, them in charge as gods. But it also is for the destruction of the nuclear family. Uh, and, of course, that is uh, divinely based. And uh, there's no uh, outrage. But I'm not surprised because there's nothing more left wing in this country uh, than the education system. And it's not that they're bad people. It's just that they have been lied to uh, and they have been propagandized. I saw an interview a while back where uh, somebody was interviewing a couple uh, grade school teachers, and he goes, so what year did uh, America get its independence? And the teacher went, ah, 17-something. Well, we don't teach that. We teach, wow. uh, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter and social justice. And mm. so I'm homeschooling my kids. I, oh, or rather, well, my good. wonderful wife is <laughs> – my wife is doing most of the work, but, um, but I, I taught a history class uh, the other day, and there's lots of, of homeschooling. Uh, going on. And that's a really important point is, um, you know, there's a shadow government. And a lot of people don't understand that term. They think it's a, a, a news term. It's actually an unconventional warfare term. Uh, and so we have to, a shadow government is to provide all the other services that the regular government that you're trying to overthrow um, is providing. And that's what Obama's doing uh, with the deep state, with the FBI, with the CIA, with the media, all that. But we have to counter that. Uh, as well. So that means we don't let our, we should not let our kids uh, go be propagandized uh, by these uh, left wing destroyers right. of our republic. And those parents so that you, those parents that you are talking about, those are the normies though, uh, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. So here in uh, Tucson, they haven't opened the schools. They're doing distance learning, even though there's no scientific basis for it at all. But, you know, like back east in New York, they're starting to open up, and there's a reason for that. Uh, and, you know, I, I, there's a, a left-wing teacher that was uh, on some platform saying she's worried about conservative parents listening to the online Zoom classes. Mm. So why would a, 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 a teacher be worried about uh, a parent listening to a class unless they're propagandizing uh, our kids? And the same – so why they're opening up back there is they've just realized that they've – you know, they, they don't really understand what they're doing. Just like when they're burning down their own cities. Uh, you don't burn down your own cities. You burn down the enemy's cities. But, you know, they're very confused because they don't know any history. Uh, so, you know, all us military guys are like, okay, um, sorry about the innocent people there. But, um, you know, that, that really doesn't affect us. Uh, but the schools back east are opening because they're realizing that they're not going to be able to propagandize another generation if they're not controlling them. So the right. so the answer is even if they open is homeschool and there's plenty of groups, there's plenty of curriculum. Uh, you don't have to do it all by yourself. But that's a great. I'm glad you brought that up because that's a really. And you have daughters, by the way, right? 
I do. And yes. so, so you're telling me you're not excited uh, for them to learn about the LGBT history in school. Is that what you're, what you're telling me, Jeff? Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. And, and I will hasten to add that I have homosexual and lesbian students uh, you sure. know, and congregants and everything. And, right. and we love them and everything. But, you know, that is not uh, the way of uh, procreation. And that marriage is between a man and a woman because the unique union of that is children. Yeah. First of all, why would they even be teaching this at school? Well, they they shouldn't. Exactly. Uh, Ridiculous. But but that's what they're – but this is a clear propaganda. You know, what communist countries have done in Russia, in China, wherever – in Venezuela, uh, and I worked in Venezuela, you know, this is what they do. They're doing it now. We're in the middle of an insurgency. We're not in a civil war. Not yet, anyway, but we're in the middle of a communist insurgency, uh, and it's unrestricted warfare doctrine, uh, and they're doing everything they can um, to bring the insurgency to conventional warfare, and the conventional warfare would then be civil war. But we're not there yet. Not there yet. By the way, Jeff, how long have you been training? I've been training in martial arts since 1967. Since 1967. There's a certain Fox News anchor by the name of Sean Hannity. He's been bragging for a while now about (laughs) all the training he does. I was wondering, Jeff, do you think you could take him in a fight? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've heard him talk about, uh, you know, if I had a dime for everybody who's walked in my dojo door and said, yeah, I did uh, karate. A-R-O-D-D-Y instead of karate, which means empty hand in Japanese. Right. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, good kudos for him for getting out and doing something. Um, you know, Budo martial arts is really good for you because you learn how uh, to handle crisis and chaos. Um, and uh, there's lots of studies that show um, that uh, folks like uh, the now uh, – under siege Boy Scouts, but martial artists, those are the kind of people that end up jumping in in car accidents and, and doing things because they've kinetically learned how to do things. Right. So in other words, you can't take Sean Hannity <laughs> in, a, in a hand-to-hand combat. Think, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could take Sean. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I was going to say, I'm sure you could take him. He, I, I've seen the way he punches. Don't worry. Oh, have you? I've oh, never yeah. seen Oof. I'm going to have to share well, a clip with you. I have lots you. of DVDs. Uh, I have you know, probably 20 martial arts DVDs that sell. Uh, I sell them. They sell on Budo Video They all over the world. And uh, I've in my other company, Warrior School, I've trained over 20,000 uh, military operators from all branches. I'm a, I've been a firearms instructor since 1993. And um, uh, my biggest course was, uh, well, my combative course, my hand-to-hand combat course. I've had classes up to 600 down at Camp Shelby uh, when the um, second Gulf War was kicking up. Uh, and I've taught um, over 255 day uh, pre-deployment courses to most of the intelligence agencies as well, and all the military branches, including the Coast Guard. Um, and so uh, I'm very proficient, uh, unarmed and armed. You can get it done. And Jeff, what is your opinion on police being "quote unquote" defunded? Uh, it is a, a terrible uh, concept, but it's you know very obvious uh, what they're trying to do. Um, this is essentially what any tyranny does is uh, they uh, defang, disarm, defund, dismantle the protectors. And the protectors are essentially uh, the police and the military. Um, even if you go back to uh, the Lakota people or the, the Plains Indian peoples, which are about as free as you could get, um, they still had 
um, police. They kind of rotated the duty, and they would stop anybody from shooting at the buffalo early to stampede the herd because everybody had to get a chance. But everybody has had to have protectors, um, and for external threats, you know, that is the military, which, you know, I'm a retired member of. And for internal threats, that is typically the police. But after they finish dismantling, defanging the police, they'll come after the military too. But notice what they did immediately. You know, Chaz is a great little kinetic lesson because the first thing they did was bring in their own long guns and set up their own borders. That's what they did, remarkably. And as a man of the former uniform, and I, of course, have the deepest respect for you and those who work in law enforcement and those who serve this country, what do you make of those police officers taking a knee during the friendly protesting, Jeff? Well, you know, the the knee that starts with uh, Kaepernick, who was raised by a white family, by the way, and the knee was advised to him by a former Green Beret turned NBA player um, as a way to uh, develop rapport because, uh, you know, I got to serve in special forces and, um, you know, that's where all the beard stuff starts is when the uh, ODA 555 and 595 go into Afghanistan. Uh, they don't have much in common with Afghanistan Mujahideen hillbillies. So this, the rapport starts with nice beard and then you start building the rapport from there. And so the suggestion was to, um, you know, take a knee rather than sit. Um, so where police are doing it, I think they're trying to uh, build rapport. Um, I don't really care. I wouldn't do it myself, uh, but I don't really care much for what grown males who are playing children's games do at all. Uh, my heroes are, you know, Green Berets and uh, cops like that. I, you know, I can appreciate that uh, these guys are great athletes, but I really have very little interest in them. Understood. And I feel the exact same way. I don't really care about their opinions on various serious issues in the world. I just want them to play the game. Um, you know, that's all fine with me. But of course, things have changed tremendously throughout the last, what, five, maybe even six, seven years, we, we could say. And uh, everything's really been politicized and of course the whole knee situation that's really done wonders for the nfl as a whole and you're seeing what's going on now with the the ratings of 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 even well actually hold on one second we, we do have a call here i'll get back to what i was uh trying to convey to you here jeff but the sound here um scared the hell out of me caller you are live what's going on <laughs> hey michael how you doing it's nice hearing uh it's, it's, I'm doing outstanding, brother. Uh, it's nice, nice hearing, um, I didn't hear his rank, but Mr. Prather, um, I was not ODA or anything like that. I worked for a federal agency, but, um, it sounds like we chewed some of the same dirt. Um, it's really interesting, um, that people don't understand a lot of the conspiracy theories, and I'm sure he'll agree or he, he can disagree too, you know. Um, the government's way too incompetent to do a lot of the stuff that people think they do, although the FBI proved how incompetent they are. And, of course, the one indictment they have where the guy pled guilty um, is proving this fact out. And I'd just like to hear his thoughts on that. And honestly, you know who I am, brother. Um, it's, it's just something I'd like to get another take 
from somebody who's been in the game for a while. Understood. Since I have and, you here, uh, I'll mute myself. That's okay. Yeah. By the way, I just had a question for you. Uh, are you doing any uh, any jobs soon out there? Yeah, I'm. I'm right now. I'm off the internet except for I tuned into your show several times. Okay. Uh, because I I'm just getting overloaded with things, and uh, that's until the end of August. I'm not getting back on. Are you so, in the states right now? But I, can you say? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the states. Okay. I'm doing something, but I'm in the states. All right, gotcha. All right, brother. I'll I'll mute myself and listen. All right, Jeff, go ahead. Uh, well, thanks for the call there. My uh, I guess is brother in blue, or um, so yeah. With the the NFL, it's uh, you know, get woke and go broke and. Uh, that's fine with me because I wasn't watching them uh, anyway. Um, uh, on uh, Kleinsmith, that is the FBI attorney who actually uh, changed evidence, which is huge, the way they present it. Uh, but t- emp- uh, evidence tampering uh, is huge. Uh, and uh, he, I think he's going to plead guilty to one charge, which is absurd and nothing. Uh, you know, nothing has happened to all the FISA warrants. And so remember, I was a Drug Enforcement Administration special agent, snowcap special operator, uh, primary farms instructor. So I had a TS, top secret special compartment information clearance with the DOJ. And then I, uh, when I left active duty as a major, by the way, to your caller, I used to always like to say major pain in the butt. Um, but because I was a military intelligence branch officer and I'd spent most of my time in special operations, primarily in psychological operations uh, and in special forces, um, I was recruited into um, Foreign Operations Group, which eventually became Foreign Intelligence Activity, which eventually rolled into the Defense Intelligence Agency's um, uh, Defense Human Service, which is like the CIA's clandestine service, human human spies. So I I spent a lot of I spent my entire career in these three areas and um, triple credentialed uh, there, so I'm pretty familiar with all of them. Um, and your caller is right. They are very incompetent. Uh, not only are they corrupt, but they're incompetent. They're arrogant, incompetent, and corrupt, which is just <laughs> a terrible comment. You know, if you're arrogant and competent, like Patton or Grant, uh, you know, or well, I don't even know if Grant was, but Patton, you know, but if you're, you know, arrogant and competent like Patton, then, you know, okay. You know, but when you're arrogant, incompetent, and corrupt, uh, it's uh, just terrible. The hell of a, the only way yeah. the yeah. only way they're getting away with all this is because uh, Ray and the the entire DOJ is still covering up for him. We all know. We've all seen the evidence. I mean, anybody who's paying exactly, attention brother. has seen all the evidence. No, go exactly. ahead. Exactly, and and I I think you're talking about the DCS Defense Clandestine Service. So um, yeah. Anyways, what I'm trying to get to is um, I I also. My first contract gig was with DOJ, so I think we're probably swimming in some of the same waters. I'm not a Special Forces guy. Um, I was an Army MP and a Marine Corps MP, and then I moved about, and I had a couple specialties. That's all I'll say. Uh, but I started out during the Cold War. Were you in ISATAP? Yeah, ISATAP, yeah. ISATAP, yeah, okay. yeah. In Iraq, yep. I, I, we helped ODA... Um, well, the stuff that was uh, by being force multipliers, by the way, uh, you can explain that if you want. But um, in Al Kut, Baghdad, and Mosul, that was my final post from 05 to 06, uh, January of oh. 05 to uh, March of 06. And that was in Mosul where I finished out. 
uh, from uh, it wasn't September. I just lied to you. Um, it was uh, November because I got wounded in Baghdad when I came back to the embassy by a uh, mortar attack. Pretty wild. Uh, it, it was nothing big, it, dude. It was a flesh wound. And it's still pretty right. wild to me. It no, it, no, it was man, under the great. best. That's yeah. That's uh, it, it, that is. I'm uh, nobody. You know. You've got warrior written all over you. You just can't help serve, serving. You just can't help yourself. That's awesome. A lot cooler than me. I just in oh four oh five oh three oh four. I just sat in Washington D.C. at uh, running the uh, DIA's global operations. So you're you're a lot cooler than me. No, uh, no, no, I'm not, man. I I was um, as you knew, Isatap was being run by General. Uh, oh, I, I, why am I mind dumping his name, dude? I'm fifty three now. You're a young man. So yeah. Um, so I'm mind up in this, Petraeus. Petraeus was running ISATAP and, um, border patrol and also military training. And, uh, General Patton, Marine Corps general, was his underling. You know, one, he was one star at that time. So it, it, it matters not. I'm not, this isn't a, uh, measuring contest. It's just, I respect <laughs> what you did. I think we have served probably at some of the similar times. And I've been to Afghanistan and Iraq five times each area, also Indonesia, uh, NFA Kalamedavi, I speak Arabic, uh, because of the first Gulf War. And so I'm just trying to say, I really respect Michael for having you on. And I really respect that you are breaking down the science because you and I both know everybody thinks this, they think this cabal is so, so sophisticated and we've seen the morons and we've been the morons too. It just boggles the mind, and I'll mute and listen, brother. Yeah, well, I I agree with you, uh, you know, completely. And something you know I have pointed out a lot is, you know, I um I I talked about Ken and Hinnant, uh, the little uh, eight year old uh, white boy shot in the head by the black neighbor, uh, and they, they just arrested the uh, murder of the little legend black boy uh, as well. Um, and, you know, they've shot moms holding their daughter's hands and they shot dads holding their son's hands and stuff. Um, and they have uh, and these are domestic terrorists. These are uh, I have on my shows, I have delineated either the evidence or the intelligence of uh, where the funding has come from and how they have been bought off right up to Hillary Clinton, um, maybe even to Obama, but certainly uh, easily uh, to uh, Clinton. Uh, and how they are trying to now initiate uh, an insurgency. Be- why? Well, if you look at Hong Kong uh, or Taiwan, you saw American flags being waved. You saw uh, saying Trump, uh, you know, in Second Amendment and singing our national anthem. And that's a grassroots or, you know, in American terms, Tea Party insurgency. So what they had to do was do their counterinsurgency because I, what I'm saying is we're in World War Four, and it's a covert informational um, unrestricted you know psychological what? operations war. You know what? I I can't disagree with you at all. I've been saying this too. World War Three was September 11th. World War Four. Yeah, we we both got life. the we got both got our GWAT ribbons, right? That's World War Three. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I didn't get no ribbons because remember I was a contractor and oh. I was also a Fed. My first go around, I got my uh, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, Liberation of Kuwait, and other. Medals and ribbons. So, so are you at eight, were you in eighteen eleven or eighteen oh one or what? Uh, yeah, I was an I was an investigator eighteen hundred series eighteen eleven. Okay. Yeah, I was eighteen eleven. And yeah. and 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 also I I um you know my last gig was with CBP 
and that's all I'll say. But you, you've seen them in action. So that was oh, yeah, I've deployed. I used to, to when I was Stocap, I deployed with Bortec. Um, yeah, so, okay. And, if, cool. and then, of course, when I was on the southwest border, you know, I worked with BP all the time. I took a million uh, Border Patrol referrals. You know, that was mainly what I did in Nogales. So, yeah, I, I worked northern border because I spoke Arabic. So, and, and I knew what was going on at that time in Detroit, Philadelphia. So, anyways, like I said, man, it's just really refreshing. Um, <laughs> maybe offline sometime we can shoot a fat. And um, I don't want to hold your show up, but man, you are spitting some truth. These people don't <laughs> realize this is World War Four, and it's coming to your country. And I believe, and if you disagree, that's fine. I believe not that it was built, not that the COVID thing was built in a lab, but it got released. And they had stopped all internal flight, and by the laws of land warfare, remember I was a military policeman, I used to teach this crap. Um, it was a knowingly and willingly released agent throughout the rest of the world because China knew they were screwed because it was going to interrupt their economy. And they allowed external flight, so that is biological agent release. And, That's you know, a vector. A little NBC or now you, Human, human yeah, beings were the vector. Yeah. So anyways, brother, I, like I said, I'm, I want to listen. I'm actually going to hang up uh, offline. Michael can hook you and me up. You got it. I think we both see the things the way they really are happening. And most of the people, sadly, don't see it. Anyways, God bless. Thank you very much, Major. And, uh, hey, God bless. Be well and bless. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for the call. Yeah, that's a great caller. And I, I get that a lot. And I get a lot of that offline. And if you want to get a hold of me, just go to jeffreyprather.com. And you can email me at jp at jeffreyprather.com. And, you know, I'm on Patreon and, uh, you know, I got lots of websites. Uh, but that's the one where you can reach me for the show. But yeah, this is, uh, I, this is World War Four. Uh, and, um, I agree with him. They have, uh, violated, um, uh, nuclear, biological, chemical, uh, warfare treaties and they have released this. And, um, that's a interesting, uh, point. So it was being developed as best as I can trace it. And I work, my day job is doing competitive intelligence for, um, companies in the biotech areas. And that's a different website. That's grinx.com. But, uh, it was being developed at Fort Detrick. Uh, and then it was being developed at Harvard by Dr. Lieber. He's one of the most famous that were arrested by the FBI when they're actually doing their job. Uh, and then it went to Canada and then it was smuggled out in, uh, vials inside socks, uh, back to Wuhan. And then it was released, uh, right outside of, uh, the lab. Uh, but, you know, the combination of hydro, you never release a bio, a weapon, a bioweapon without, and by the way, of nuclear, chemical, and biological, biological is by far the worst. It's the scariest. If you look at Nagasaki and Hiroshima today, they're, they're thriving cities, but you never release a bioweapon if you don't have the antidote. And the antidote has always been some mix of hydrochloroquine, azithromycin, uh, and, um, I'm spacing on the other one at the moment. Um, but it has to be normal. And when I was in South America, I was taking, you know, hydrochloroquine yeah, you uh, malaria it. tablets. It's no big deal. Right. And now that we are on that subject of COVID-19, we've seen another meteoric rise in positive cases in various states. And we already talked about schools returning and, of course, coming back out and going back into quarantine. Some students, not not many, 
but it, it really depends on what state you are in and in your location it hasn't really been too severe correct no it hasn't at all and uh but that's not what you see in the news media in sure, the news media you sure. see florida texas and arizona because they are conservative states where it's been the worst the highest rate death rate is new jersey and new york and part of that is simply because cuomo who should be brought up on um murder charges and i don't say that lightly because i understand the law but he put covid positive elders back into nursing homes uh, and he banned hydrochloroquine just for good measure. So that is premeditation. Now, the the, the black um, Georgia uh, DA, I can't think of his name, who tried to, who was charged the policeman who was chasing uh, Rashard uh, and the guy resisted arrest and grabbed the taser and ran away and, turn, and turned to taser him in the face, That's right. in the eyes, which could blow up your eyes, by the way. Um, or he's a, or he is uh, immobile and defenseless, which is the second pillar of lethal force, which I teach this all the time. The first is fear of life, so yours or somebody else's immediate vicinity. The second is serious physical harm or grievous bodily injury, which is that you can't defend yourself, which if, if the taser took effect, he couldn't. So he could shoot him, beat him some more, whatever. So it's a totally – it's any of us who have uh, – know anything about uh, lethal force doctrine, and that's something you got to teach to police officers. And I've taught thousands um, and certified them. Uh, is that that was a good shoot? So to charge murder, you know, that's that means that that cop planned to kill Rashard, which is totally untrue. But the point is, Jeff, you never you never went into work uh, thinking uh, today is going to be the day you're going to shoot a black man. <laughs> well, that the, I know that was quite anyway, common. Anyway, the uh, that that black <laughs> DA just lost re-election, and the same thing has happened with that other black female DA, who in the other case of the uh, black bicyclic, bicyclist that they right. threw him in the back of the van, and he had uh, he died. Now they did some things wrong. They didn't chain him down, and they made an unscheduled stop. When I was transporting prisoners back in the day, you know, I call in and I say, and I start my starting mileage, and I and I start my ending mileage, and that's you know they're tracking me. And if I was ever transporting a female or a minor, I always had another car following me, so that you know there's not going to be any allegations. There's a chain of custody of that person. They did violate chain of custody, but that female uh, DA tried to say that those six officers. Some female, uh, some black, some Hispanic. I think I don't even think there was a white officer among them. Pre, you know, in the morning at at shift, premeditated to kill this guy. Right. And of course, that didn't fly either because these guys, like your caller said, they're idiots. They're they're incompetent, arrogant, corrupt idiots. Well, my my issue right now is with all all races right now in general the, the human race i should say those individuals out there who resist arrest for whatever reason jeff i'm not sure who got the memo they must have got a memo that i didn't but when did we ever have the right to resist arrest i'm wondering you don't you're exactly right in fact when i'm and i've taught uh, arrest procedures forever, and there's a way. There is even a way to teach that where if they're resistant arrest, that elevates um, your charges. Uh, and you know, all you got to do uh, is be courteous and compliant for the most part, and you're, you're hardly likely to get shot. Right. Now, when I was um, the keynote speaker 
at the International Association of Law Enforcement Farm Destructors, ILFE, that's the biggest abbreviation I know, uh, at their annual training conference, I had cops from all, fire, police fire instructors from all over the world. Uh, they had classes all weekend. At the last day, they had to listen to me all day. And I showed videos of uh, different screw-ups. And I showed a real hands-up, don't shoot. Um, it does happen. But nobody uh, that I know of is trying to do that uh, on purpose. You know, institutional racism is uh, a fake uh, news myth that is being perpetrated uh, by our enemies, uh, domestic uh, and foreign, uh, for their own purposes. If if we had institutional racism, then how did Barack Obama ever become president? Good if we point. had institutional racism, then how did Holder ever become attorney general? And then how did Lynch follow on? If you look at Europe, name me name me a, a black head of state in Europe. Crickets. Right. There hasn't been one. However, we have moved on. There, those countries over there are older, so they should be more ahead of us. They're not. So the whole narrative uh, is ridiculous. And if you'll notice, you're you're seeing it fade a lot now, being replaced by the Antifa, which is really the same thing. These are these are covert domestic terrorists uh, and. You know they're going to be uh, wiped out too if there is if they are successful and I don't think they're going to be successful. They don't have the elements that they need to be successful. Um, that's another uh, subject. But we are certainly experience, experiencing a, an insurgency. Um, and uh, you know your caller was a contractor. Yes. And I've been a contractor, and that's a two-way street. Um, you know if you heard about uh, Millennial Millie getting arrested um, by a secret grand jury indictment uh, and uh, the um, uh, the guys she was working with for a new documentary, he was uh, a former PSYOP or actually he served in fourth PSYOP group like uh, I did and they, and they were outing how Obama's administration was bringing those PSYOP techniques out and using them against the American people. Uh, and that's also what the CIA was doing with MK Ultra. They did that with the Unabomber. But I'll shut up. There's a long history with all of these things you're mentioning. And yes, um, the Unabomber and uh, Waco, which I something I wanted to bring up to you. But before we even get into any of these subjects, let's finish up with the George Floyd situation really quickly here. Uh, George who, right? Everyone already forgot. Yeah. By the way, do you think... The situation would have been a lot different if they would have released that body footage first. Well, I saw it early on and I talked about it. You saw you it know, early on. I did. And it's, uh, well, you know, I'm an intelligence guy. I look for stuff. But um, they, Keith Ellison, uh, again, is that corrupt um, uh, DA there. And he's a Muslim Brotherhood guy. He's a Sunrise Movement guy. And he said he, he uh, kept it back. Uh, more more blacks have been shot um, since then, and mostly black kids and black police officers um, have been hurt. There was just a, a teen burned alive now uh, in New York. I predicted that like two weeks ago after they were burning flags and Bibles and pig's heads. And now they're burning people, which is just what the Nazis did. You know, they are really uh, just like the Nazis, nationalist socialist, which are which are communists, which are Marxists. It's just whatever you want to call them. Um, but yeah, the the body footage, the body cam footage shows that he wanted to go be put on the ground. But I can tell you what I think happened, um, which is a very different narrative. No, he was freaking out. So, and the the officers, the officers were very patient. I, I must say. Well, the so um, so here's some evidence. Go ahead. 
that uh, the initial call was that he had passed a $20 counterfeit bill. Have you heard that? Yes, I did. I also heard there was a larger counterfeit operation happening at, at that location. Yeah, there was. Uh, yes. And they and CBP, Customs and Border Protection, had just seized, seized uh, about 99,000 uh, right. uh, counterfeit bills, probably coming in from China, along with the counterfeit license plates and weapons parts. Uh, and so uh, I'm taking evidence. That's evidence. That's fact. And then I'm ta- then I'm analyzing the information. Uh, and the uh, cop uh, had come up from Florida, uh, and they, everybody thought he was a real estate. They didn't know he was a cop, which is kind of strange because most cops take their cars home, and you see him in uniform. Uh, and he wasn't the first responder. He was. He came like ten minutes later. So. To me, having you know done the job for a long time, and also Floyd was released early from prison, it looks like deep state DOJ elements um, or state police, I, don't, I can't remember, released him, put him in there with this counterfeiting thing, uh, and then these, these cops were corrupt, uh, and they were developing a scenario uh, that they would cross uh, because Floyd was going to be an informant. And so then they used the murder uh, as an incitement for the insurgency. And, you know, that's how I put that together. Very similar to Las Vegas, um, where the FBI comes in and takes all the phones. Very similar to all these murder-suicides that we're seeing. And what you've got to understand, you know, is that the FBI and the DOJ, they don't solve crimes anymore. They manage crimes. And the CIA and the intelligence community, for the most part, does not uh, provide intelligence. They manage intelligence, and they're managing managing it for their masters, for the deep state. And the head of the deep state right now is Obama. Um, you know, who was in Pakistan for three weeks when he was young, where he may have been with the CIA. Now that I didn't know. Yeah. Well, nobody asks him because you know the media. The, the media gives you know. Uh, they just want to keep investigating Trump. But you can always tell because it's projection. Whatever they're accusing you of, and I know this from hard experience. That's how I learned to predict this stuff is because they did it to me, um, uh, uh, is what they're doing. Whatever they're projecting on you, uh, that's what they're actually doing. Understood. And, of course, I do have a propaganda a reel for you here to make you listen to. This is from the folks of the Lincoln Project. I'm not sure if you've heard this one. It seems like every day they're putting out this uh, material on Trump. It's, it's quite amusing to me personally. No, I haven't heard the review. Oh, here we go. Yes, it's very cinematic. Here we go. The reviews are in. You have to go by where. Look, here's what Trump's own people are saying about him. He's a moron. Rex Tillerson, Trump's Secretary of State. We're lower than the world. Lower than the world. He tries to divide us. James Mattis, Trump's Secretary of Defense. You had a group on one side and you had a group on the other. Very fine people on both sides. He's an idiot. John Kelly, Trump's Chief of Staff. They weren't laughing at me. A professional liar. Barry Cohn, Trump's Economic Advisor. There will be no lies. He thinks he's God. Barbara Raz, SVP of Trump Organization. I am the chosen one. Like an 11-year-old child, Steve Bannon, Trump's advisor. I don't take responsibility. I think we need to look harder 
at who we elect. I don't think he's fit for office. I have the most loyal people. Can America survive four more years? We are better than this moment we're in. Gotta love that trailer, though. Like a movie, right? Yeah, it is. And and that's, you know, that I think ties into um, this PSYOP guy, this Patrick Berge, um, that uh, was putting out the um, the Shadowgate uh, film. And, of course, you know, that's what happened with Ted Kaczynski. The CIA created him through Professor Murray at Harvard. Uh, and you see this constantly uh, on um, film and movies, you know, like – um, there's a crowd that says that uh, Michelle Obama is Michael Obama. Right. Um, and I don't know. I, you know, I've seen the photos. I and, don't know either, to be honest. And, and to me, it's it's kind of irrelevant because that's not really the main issue. But right. then if you look at a Netflix, Obama, Rice, Jarrett sponsored show like Designated Survivor, where the guy plays the president, and then you see the transvestite on the bed uh, of the president's eight-year-old daughter. Oof. And they're showing that as good. Uh, and then you see, you know, public libraries where they have transvestites uh, reading hour with kids who are convicted pedophiles. And then you start looking at the all the pedophilia and child crimes in Hollywood. And, you know, and you start looking at all the Comet Pizza and you start reading he- Hillary's emails, Bring My Toy and Hot Sauce and all that stuff. There's a lot of evidence. Now, speaking uh, of uh, Hillary's emails, I think they nixed the deposition on those emails. That's, I think that's where it is now. It's uh, ping pong uh, going back and forth. She's going to get away with all these things. Well, you know, a, a lot of my listeners, and I'm sure yours too, are very frustrated um, with that. I, I, I'm very frustrated with just Kleinsmith. Um, but uh, the most important thing is that they are out of power. So uh, that is winning because they're trying to get back in power. Uh and I say that our republic has fallen and we got to defeat the deep state to restore our republic. I don't say we got a two-tier justice system. I just think that's a nice way of saying you know, our republic has fallen. Uh, and we're always going to have corruption in government. All the time. But, right. But because people are uh, – human nature is you know, ambitious people want – crave power. But right now – um, you know, just like the, with the uh, arrest of Millennial Millie, with the Flynn thing – with the uh, Trump uh, ridiculous uh, Russia hoax, uh, whereas you see the FBI putting FISA warrants out there over and over and lying repeatedly and nothing nothing happening. But can you? But, but in, in terms of the whole Russia thing and the whole water sport thing with Trump, you, you could see why people would be led to believe that, right? The, the whole mix up with the porn star, it, it gets into people's heads and makes them think, well, is it possible that Trump was a freak in bed? Yeah, maybe. Well, none of our business, but maybe, right? Right. But that's PSYOP. Right, exactly. Uh, just like your whole the whole thing you played there. It's kind of irrelevant. There, was, there yeah. was no evidence in there. So what I'm saying is, uh, as a special agent, criminal investigator like your caller, I'm presenting evidence certain facts. And then as an intelligence collector, I'm analyzing the information provided in the evidence and I'm giving you, this is probably what's going on. And people are understanding that. And so that's why the left has this ridiculous candidate. Biden can't, you know, be let out. He can't spring, spring, uh, string two sentences together. Another thing I, I say is that we have to stay in our basements because, uh, so Biden can stay in his basement. And, uh, 
you know, Kamala Harris is a totally uh, left wing. Uh, just she's done that. What she did to um, Kavanaugh, she's done many, many times. There's nothing new about this. This is a completely contrived, uh, controlled candidacy, which of course Biden will fade and Harris would step in, and they got to shut everything down so that they can have mail-in voting, so that they can cheat because Trump is uh, has overwhelming uh, support everywhere. There's no way. Uh, they can run it. But they're not really trying to win. They're trying to stay out of jail. And to stay out of jail, they got to win. They got to get back in power. At least that's what I think. And I hope uh, I may be wrong. Understood. And before Trump's run, I always said the only thing that really bothered me about Trump was his affiliation with individuals with Goldman Sachs and, of course, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. But And I've been saying that since 2015. Not that um, I, I believe maybe Trump was involved in any of these um, sort of things. I don't know. But that's just always something that's been in the back of my mind. What exactly are your thoughts on Donald Trump being affiliated with these people? But again, I, I think they were around everyone, though. Well, he was a businessman. And so he, he runs with powerful people, just like uh, when I was running sources. Uh, you don't – if you're going to do a drug deal, you don't use Boy Scouts. You use bad guys. But let's just talk about Epstein with uh, Trump. Trump sure. is not on the flight logs to the torture island. Uh, and after he found out uh, that uh, Epstein was coming after little girls, he banned him uh, from his resort as opposed to uh, the Clintons uh, and um, Harvard – who gave him after his con his first conviction? Who gave him a fellowship and a building, uh, and that was all fine. Yeah, Bill was so, ID'd by the way, which is pretty insane. That no one's really talking about that either in the mainstream. Two young girls by side. Yeah, that should be. There's. It's not even worth watching. Even Fox. Yeah, that's, that's sick. <laughs> uh, there's there's nothing to it, really. And they even say two young women as opposed to right. two children, as opposed to raping children. Um, and, he, and they're just following his line: "Is I did not have sex with that woman." Uh, of course, she was over eighteen. Uh, but what I'm saying is, I'm looking at the actions. I'm looking at the kinetics. You know, I, I even have people who say, ah, Trump's in on it. It's just part of the deep, this deep, deep state uh, plot. I'm looking, wow. Well, you know, the way they're attacking him, you know, assassinating well, You can ascertain that. Week. Yeah, that, that can be ascertained right away. And, and regardless, he's our best hope for right now. The terrible thing is, Jeff, it seems like every politician has major skeletons in their closet. Some of these politicians have never even come out of the proverbial closet. Let's just keep it real. Certainly. Right. Certainly. And power corrupts, like you were saying earlier. You know, and we're led to believe that some of these individuals are some powerful deity, but uh, no angels exist in this realm. Those who claim they are, I'll point out a liar to you. All you got to do is look at Biden sniffing little kids. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, I mean, he's obviously uh, a pedophile. It's, it's on tape, just like it's obvious with Ukraine. And he's under criminal investigation. Uh, in Ukraine. And Hunter is involved in um, Bohai in China. Uh, you know, these are obvious things. But the good news, I know it's easy to focus on the bad news that there's no indictments. But the good news is that with all of this, with everything, the intelligence community, the DOJ, the, the media on their side, they're still losing, uh, even with shutting down the country. So 
what I say is in 2016, they tried to destroy Trump. That didn't work. So in 2020, they're going to destroy the country. So they're trying to do that. And we should be really angry about that. Uh, and we should the most we should be angry with is the Republicans and the rhinos who haven't done any investigations uh, into the um, phony Mueller report and everything else. And, um, you know, and there we're holding out hope that uh, Barr, Durham and Bash are actually going to do something. Right. And of course, we are coming up to another election here just on the horizon. And we already know that Joe Biden has selected Miss Kamala Harris as VP. Um, you already mentioned some things about her. Um, a lot of people out there are already thinking this one's in the bag, that we will have Joe Biden as our next president. Your thoughts? Oh, I don't think there's any way he can honestly win at all. Uh, I mean, you, you look at, you know, five people sitting there uh, and they're falling asleep and he thinks it's they're out in the rain and um, he has to be led around. He's obviously a play. I mean, uh, if he did win, you know, he'd have an accident real quickly, uh, be murdered, and uh, Harris would step in. Uh, but there's no way he can win. Trump's has huge crowds everywhere. That's why they're trying to – so COVID will continue to be a threat everywhere to keep everything shut down until after the elections. Um, that, that's just going to – they'll continue to sow chaos wherever they can. The problem is, like your caller said – is they're stupid and incompetent. Just like I was saying is, when, you know, uh, when you're going to uh, burn down uh, towns, you burn down the enemy's towns. So the cities they've been burning down uh, are the Democratic cities. So what's happening in New York and all these towns, all the taxpayers, the business people, they're all leaving. Now, they may come, you know, I have a neighbor who does this. He came from San Francisco and then he wants to come here with his silly left-wing ideas, but the the money base is leaving. The resource base is leaving. Chaz was only able to exist because the mayor kept bringing him porta-potties and water and food. Uh, if it was me, uh, and now de Blasio setting up uh, checkpoints at his border, I, I'm fine with checkpoints because real quick, they're incompetent. They're, you know, they'll just like siege warfare went out with castles, but if they want to do siege warfare on themselves, you know, I'm happy to let them do siege warfare on themselves. Just don't supply them anything. By the way, I'm, of course, in Southern California, and I keep hearing about people moving away, going to Texas and Arizona. Have you seen an influx of uh, state jumpers? Oh, yeah. It's, okay, yeah, so you it's have. huge. Wow. It's huge, yeah. It is happening, okay. Oh, yeah. My yeah. goodness. It may change. California may flip. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not really a political analyst, you know, I'm a military intelligence and law enforcement analyst, and I have a lot of experience with covert operations, so I can really speak to that. But, you know, the the um, BLM, Antifa guys, uh, they don't do, a, that's a very small percentage uh, that they've thrown their lot in with, and all the taxpayers, all the business owners, uh, they're leaving. And I don't think they're going to vote uh, for them, just like we saw with this uh, Georgia, this black Georgia DA who tried to bring murder charges against the cop. Uh, he, he soundly lost and they are soundly losing. Well, let me tell you something, Jeff, the way I'm saying things right now, and you might agree with this, the way things are currently going with this election and the postal service and all the issues that have plagued us this year, I think we might end up with another Bush versus Gore, another round of uh, Florida controversy. Um, well, that's there's no doubt about that. They're not going to um, go along with it. But you're seeing uh, it should not be going interesting. Go along with the results. It should but be interesting. 
every day you're seeing, um, I don't know what you see more of, arrest for uh, child crimes or arrest for voter fraud. There's, there's tons of that happening. And it is happening at lower levels, at state levels. Um, but, uh, you know, I have hope and faith. Uh, and uh, when you're building a case, uh, obviously the, the top criminals, which is Obama and Clinton and, you know, Comey and Brennan and all those guys, they're, they're on film, you know, um, perjuring themselves. Um, well, they're not under oath on film, so lying, uh, is they are so well protected. So you go up from the uh, bottom. You know, when I would, um, my first big marijuana seizure, 4,000 pounds, I flipped the driver and that took me to multi uh, hundred kilo cocaine seizures. And you keep moving up the organization. And I think that is what um, Trump's ex-head of security, Keith Schiller, left and is doing. And I think that's why you see all the child crime uh, and um, university bribe scandals and Hollywood uh, crime um, indictments. I think that there's um, uh, security folks who are detectives that are stepping back and building cases and turning over evidence to um, where we can find it, you know, legitimate uh, law enforcement. The problem is with the FBI, so much of it's illegitimate. And, and, you know, I talked to, I have talked to, uh, federal agents working, uh, Portland while they were up there. So I got a pretty good handle on what's going on. Right. And of course you mentioned child trafficking. Why do you think that isn't a major issue that is being focused on in America? Well, I think it is being focused, uh, in America, it's just not being uh, propagated in the propaganda press, the, in the mainstream media. I mean, if you listen, even to Fox, you know, I mean, CNN, you know, I, a long time ago, I showed clips of Brenda Starr posing as a, uh, as a witness at different crisis scenes and then being an anchor, uh, you know, MSNBC, you know, it's just ridiculous. But even Fox, um, uh, you know, the uh, press secretary in the White House was showing a clip, I think it was in Seattle, where uh, they were arresting a rioter, and she was saying, "I hope you and your family burn alive." And now they are burning people alive. And and uh, the um, black anchor lady, um, she even has a house out here, um, said, oh, "Upper management wants us to cut away from this." So, um, but on Tucker Carlson's show the other night, he spoke about Ken and Hinnett. He spoke about and showed uh, the little eight-year-old boy shot in the head. Well, that started with um, citizen journalists like yourself and me putting that stuff out there. And it is slowly disseminating into the halls of power, which are controlled. Because if they don't put it uh, on, they're, they're going to die. You know, New York Times is bleeding out um, financially. So child crimes, you, and you know, you don't see on mainstream media, the big Hollywood protest of save right. the children at all. You don't. You just see the same old, the same talking head saying the same thing. And nobody wants to hear that. Tucker Carlson is is going forward because he's breaking some stuff. Uh, you know, he's pushing he's pushing his envelopes as much as he's allowed to push his envelopes, which is good because we want to we want to keep uh, disseminating uh, that out there. So, but in the heartland, uh, that is really important. Uh, the child crimes, sure. And of course, speaking of which, there seems to be an issue with. ICE employees sexually assaulting children detainees over in El Paso Detention Center. Um, your thoughts and opinions. Have you heard of this? Apparently, 
allegations include guards attacking victims and camera, quote unquote, blind spots and uh, telling these victims no one would believe them. Your thoughts? I haven't heard about that one, but there's always corrupt cops. There's got Yeah, uh, sure. You know, uh, I've run across corrupt cops uh, in my time. Uh, so I'm sure some of that uh, is true. Um, it's going to get worse because uh, as you defund and dismantle the police uh, and you and you don't give them any training and you don't give them any incentive, I mean, the police are leaving in droves, um, then you're going to get the dregs. Uh, you're going to get people who are just doing it so that they can uh, be power hungry tyrants as opposed to people who want to serve, you know, like your previous caller. Right. So it's not. Uh, it's not de- defunding is the worst thing you can do. What you do is want to fund them. You know, you want to fund them like you fund the uh, the NFL guys. You know, and you have a you know cop of the year and soldier of the year, and you know, but we never get much recognition, which is hilarious because those are the real heroes. If you, I mean, if you hear you know what cops and soldiers and Marines have done, and it's just incredible. But that's not they don't want that. Um, yeah, that's not headline news. Told. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of law enforcement officers and people in military who are listeners, and I hear all the positive things that they've done, and I always laugh and think, you know, none of this is ever reported, though. Yeah, and I want to. So I know you got listeners uh, who are uh, serving, right? Uh, like your caller. So I want to say something to them. Yeah, go ahead. So if you're leaving, which is fine to leave because they're not backing you up, I get that. But while you're leaving. Grab any evidence or anything of their corruption uh, that can uh, that can be a backstop for you, and maybe you can find somebody serious uh, to give it to uh, while you're on the way out. And then maybe you got a career uh, as a private investigator or even in a confidential source. I've I've paid confidential sources hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, so just a thought there is if if you know about it and you got to leave. Uh, Grab the evidence and get it out uh, to the right sources if you can find any right sources because that'll backstop you if they come after you later. And they've come after me for 15 years. Uh, it never works out because the court system is still uh, enough that um, uh, when you finally get to the truth, uh, it doesn't work. Uh, they can't lie. And that's what happened with Trump and that's what's, ha- what's happening with Flynn, it's happened with Kavanaugh. Uh, and I hope and pray that's is what will happen with uh, Millennial uh, Millie. Right, but right. But this is all about intimidation. This is they're trying to intimidate us. And, and you know mm-hmm. what I say is um, uh, I've because of Obama and Clinton, I've lost my brothers and sisters in law enforcement, military, and intelligence. And so uh, to honor the fallen, I will never be silenced, and I will never be intimidated. Understood. And uh, to wrap things up with the whole uh, child uh, sex trafficking and all these things, as you know, uh, Jeff, I'm out here in all central California, very close to the Mexican border. And I am very much aware of all the child trafficking that goes on out here. There's a ton. Yeah. And um, I'm at I'm at ground zero for that sort of activity. Yeah. And so what has happened is. There is a dark, just like there's a dark web, there's a dark economy. That's right. And it's, it's drugs, uh, human beings and weapons. Um, and, uh, you know, like under Obama, when Obama started bringing up, uh, he had his, uh, his Department of Agriculture go down and tell in Guatemala and Honduras, and I've worked Guatemala and Honduras, great people. Uh, hey, you know, come on up. And they were saying that these kids were coming up to find their relatives. 
you know, these uh, campesinos in these little towns, they, they don't know how to find a relative in first world America. Right. And they're being, up, they're being escorted up through plazas, through corridors that are totally controlled by transnational drug cartels. So they're being raped uh, on the way up. That's and they're right. being sold on the way up. And that was all done uh, officially under the Obama administration. And it's still going on. Uh, that's why you saw with Trump, one of the great things Trump did uh, was to, there was an executive order about seizing the property of anybody involved in human uh, trafficking. And that's, that's made a huge difference. Right. And of course, you mentioned underground tunnels before. And I've known about these uh, underground submarine tunnels for a very long time. There are multiple naval ports underground around the nation. Even Mr. John Lear and I talked about that before. And in uh, Jeffrey Epstein's Island, there are these underground subports as well on the perimeters. Yeah, and there's one on the next store island that uh, Biden uh, owned owned, and still has an interest in because what they do is they do it through friends and, and relatives. Uh, and that is one way you uh, transport uh, cocaine. You can transport people also in shipping containers. Uh, you know, there were tunnels under um, in Seattle. I've worked. I've I've gone under the t into the tunnels and worked several tunnels in Nogales, from Nogales, Arizona, to no to Nogales, Sonora, joint border operations, uh, and that's very common. And another thing that's interesting about that is uh, under Trump, the military uh, started doing a lot of subterranean uh, training, and a lot of people have suppositions uh, that uh, the military has been working those. And if those if is you know. Uh, Warfare, unrestricted warfare through China, which I say it is, then you can use the military for that. And I think that that is happening. By the way, I'm curious what your thoughts on this would be. Do you feel Jeffrey Epstein was perhaps an agent of a foreign government per se? Yeah, my intelligence indicates that he was uh, with Mossad and um, United Kingdom uh Maybe for the U.S., but that's not. There are not really strong intelligence indications uh, for that. Yeah, maybe he wasn't exactly like fully an agent, but more along the lines of like, let's say, like an asset of sorts. Well, an agent is an at. So, an agent in in intelligence terms is run by uh, a case officer, uh, and in law enforcement terms, a cop runs an informant or a confidential source. So I meant that in the way you know that Osama bin Laden was an asset, but yes. Yeah, I think he was an asset primarily of Mossad, it looks like. And I think that My was – there, there's films for all of that stuff, and that is to uh, compromise. You used to be able to compromise people having affairs uh, and through homosexuality. Um, but as you saw with Stroke and Page, it right. didn't make any difference. He was head of foreign counterintelligence for the FBI. No big deal. He's, he's texting about it. So it had to be something even more evil, and so it turned to children. That doesn't speak well of – Mossad, right? Uh, at all, um, uh, but you know, under previous administrations, Israel was on the out, so they needed leverage on people. Now Trump has moved the embassy to Jerusalem, and so they're on the inside, and that's probably a big reason why all of a sudden uh, he was finally also arrested. Understood. And final question on this uh, dark matter. Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, hmm, 
perhaps not the biggest impact players of this sort of game, in my opinion. I think there are still bigger names out there that are in the shadows. Do you think that's fair to say? Oh, certainly. But I think that uh, Ghislaine was running Epstein. Well, she was a pimp, for sure. I think she was above him because she has connections back to Israel government, I think. Yeah, because her her father. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. My God. Pretty pretty crazy how all these things sort of um, fall in line. Well, the the interesting thing about all this is that uh, we figured all this stuff out. And, you know, you see Stroke and Page and Obama saying Trump will never be president. Why? Well, because we're so smart. Well, they're not smart. They're just corrupt. Uh, and uh, they're finding out that they are losing. And I, something I say a lot also is this is we are winning and this is what winning looks like. It's not fun. It's not pretty. It's not over in an hour and a half, uh, but, but we are winning. Why? Because they're losing. They, they are not controlling anything. They're not controlling the narrative. They're on the defense. And Jeffrey, before we wind down here completely, are there any other subjects that you find vital that we should mention to the listeners before we um, wind down here? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh Gosh, I don't know. We've covered a lot of ground. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. No, not clearly. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, It's a scamdemic. Uh, The the metrics are are ridiculous. Uh, And really, I guess the most important thing is we're in a a fourth world war, and it's being waged uh, by insurgents, but primarily through informational warfare. And I believe uh, Dr. Strangelove brings up the topic of 5G. Uh, any thoughts and opinions on 5G before we let you go? Uh, I don't really know that much about 5G. It's really going to uh, 6G now. But um, the again, the important thing is that uh, Huawei, Trump is um, Nixon, Huawei, and TikTok and all that stuff um, oh, yeah. from letting them control that. Interesting stuff as usual. And uh, Jeffrey, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program. As usual, we did cover a lot of ground tonight, and I look forward to the next time we do this again. And, of course, uh, Jeff, I I hope everything is going well for you and your family. I hope you all remain uh, COVID-19 free. We are free, but we are not walking around uh, like mask morons wearing wearing masks because we're not sheep. But thanks for having me and thanks for the good work that you're doing. So keep the faith and God bless. Thank you so much. Anything you'd like to plug before we definitely cut ties here? Uh, you can uh, check me out at JeffreyPrather.com and on YouTube and um, you know share and subscribe and follow and check out my books and stuff like that. Gotcha. Once again, thank you so much, Jeff, and we'll do this again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. Take care. Mahalo. Mahalo. Bye-bye. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was the one and only Mr. Jeffrey Prather. And yes, I do have to wrap up the show very soon here. And I do apologize. I know you wanted me to go a little bit longer. But I did receive an email from my internet provider. And they told me that they were going to run some sort of diagnosis in about... 15 to 20 minutes from now, if I recall correctly, I'm looking at the time here at just about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, yes, I apologize. Trust me, I want to be on here longer, but I promise I will return on Monday. And that's when I will be with my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous. He, of course, has drawn assignment to hang out with all of us this uh, Monday 
at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, definitely come on in. And of course, as we wind down here officially tonight, I just wanted to read, I think I have an email here I didn't get a chance to read last time. I do get some very flattering emails and, of course, some hate mail that I uh, truly enjoy. I love the hate mail. And, yes, Dr. Strangelove, uh, Roman Call, yes, you should call. There's only a few minutes left here. Uh, yeah, give me a call before I shut it down, before we pull it here shortly. Yeah, the, the line is open for you if you want to call in. Uh... What's with the big voice guy? Is is that my nickname that you've given me now? Oh no, big voice guy, go away. And Ghost did not do show when he should. Uh, ghost, who who's Ghost? We have a Ghost uh, coming up. I wasn't made aware of this. Soul sister, are you from North Korea? And uh, yes, there there's a pregnant woman and a bride. I don't exactly know what that indicates, but there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not quite sure where she's from. And uh, yes, Victoria and Dr. Strangelove and JJG and Matt. I see all of you out there. And now we are getting a phone call here. Let's go to the phones and uh, caller. How's it going? Can you hear me okay out there, caller? Caller. Oh, oh yeah. There oh, you yeah, are. What's up, brother? Um, it's Kaiser, brother. Kaiser, you're um, back. What happened? Well, I just called. Uh, I sent you a, a Skype, so oh, oh, did maybe you? you, me, and him can have an offline conversation. Well, he's probably going to be with the family right now. Oh, okay. But no I'll, I'll give you his details, though. I'm sure he would love to yeah. converse with you about all these things. Yeah, sent you a thing, so yeah. it's on Skype. All right. By the way, I'm, I'm glad you're back in the States. I know you had left for a while out there. Yep, I was busy. And you're, right. and you're safe and sound. And I love... Everybody on the Michael D program, I uh, got to give a shout out to Suka. Oh boy, uh, good <laughs> man, good person. And uh, you've heard me say this since 2015, bro. We've been talking Everything about a lot contained. of. Yeah, I was I was going to mention that on the air. I was going to say we we've talked about a lot of these uh, things that are happening now. Back uh, years ago, very early mornings. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> very early. Any so, very early. Yeah. Love that. So it's kind of the way we are. And unfortunately, um, well, it did come on on a couple of the shows, um, but most of it was offline. Right. And that's the whole thing. I mean, I think Asuka got some of it. We love Matter Asuka, fact, by I the way. I he did. You know, of course. I do, too. He's, he's awesome. And your fan base is growing. I told you. By the way, we don't I'm know if that's a, uh, a Kaiser. I must say, we don't know if uh, Asuka is a male or female. He, male or female. They, they have not disclosed um, that yet. Yeah, is, or uh, a they, that, whatever. Could be a trend. But we don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it's a real person. We still love them, yes. And, yeah, exactly. And the best part about this is that you have a fan base that, I, and I've said this offline too, and I'm going to say it publicly now. You are the replacement for Art Bell. Art Bell. I've said that. Yeah, I've I've said that to you offline, and now I'm saying it publicly. Wow. You are the replacement for Art Bell, and people need to realize and get you on terrestrial, uh, satellite, and YouTube. I really love that, but you know, I cover I've... all. 
softball <laughs> topics. I know you don't like it. Well, I mean, I you know, I, I, offline. I stepped on a number of uh, important toes, I must say. Yeah, who cares, man? You are the real deal. That's true. Fuck them. I don't care. Is that right? Yeah. Fuck them. That's right. And But the best part is you're a good dude, a decent dude. You know me. I'm a decent dude. Of course, yeah. We're not, this is not mutual masturbation. This is me telling you publicly for the first time why I respect you. Well, because you actually look at both sides, you're even handed, and you just ask the question, and people always tell you the truth. I love that. And I respect that. Well, all thank right, you so much. Much love to you and all the listeners. Sorry that Kaiser had to call in again. That's okay. Somebody said, I like to hear my voice. I guess I do. We love your voice. It's okay. All right. Thank you so much. We'll we'll talk soon. All right, bro. Stay safe. And uh, there he goes. Yes. Very very nice words there. I really do appreciate that. I really do. Now, of course, I want to get back to this email before we um, sign off here. I think this might be from someone named William. He says... Michael, listening to you with Linda Emanuel, Newtown, Connecticut, Sandy Hook was satanic drill. They didn't say a satanic drill. They just said satanic drill. Newtown has a large satanic cult center. Dr. Jim Fetzer talks about this. Someone bragged Newtown is the East Coast headquarters of the Church of Satan. Well, that's news to me. I did not know that, by the way. He goes on to say, I researched this claim and while not true... Right. They do have a church of Satan there that I didn't know. He continues to say, I wrote them a few emails. Apparently a bunch of people had their mortgages paid off after the shooting took place. Now that's news to me too. The multiple vids I watched told the story of how fake and set up this whole thing was from a crisis actors, gov of Connecticut telling us something like this was going to happen. The porta potties Pre-placed food, water, table, set up a drug dealer's car, already police taped off. The crowds of people marching around the firehouse, changing their clothes or hats, and many more items. Wolfgang Halbig did wonderful work to get to the bottom of it all and was crucified for it. Poor man, great guy. I have written to him and would give him a hundred K if I had it. So yes, it was a satanic hit. But there is a vid showing all the kids that died at Sandy Hook signing... At the 2013 Super Bowl, thank you. And that was from uh, Will. My God. And of course, I do have some hate mail, but I will save that for Monday. Oh, yeah. Plenty of hate mail for you to enjoy. And looking at the clock now, my goodness, I got to get out of here, folks, before we get cut off. And the time has flown by yet again, boys and girls, and I'm afraid it's time to take it home. I want to thank all of you out there this evening for being a part of the program. And, of course, our guest, Mr. Jeffrey Prather. Gotta love him. And, of course, I love all of you out there listening to this program. Those who listen live on YouTube really appreciate uh, you out there truly making it happen for all of us. And, of course, those who listen to the podcast rendition of this program, special thanks to uh, you. And remember, you can get a hold of me during the program via Twitter if you're not in the chat. At Michael Deacon, send me a message there, and that's where you'll find me. And uh, don't forget, if you are a hardcore listener of the program and want to help fund this program, the best way to do that is by going to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon, and that is where you'll find 
even more content, and trust me, it's quite good. I promise. I really do. I'm my biggest critic, and I won't release anything if it was lower tier. And all the shows that I put out on Patreon have been top talent, I promise you that. Just ask, just ask anyone who signed up, they'll tell you. International listeners out there, thank you so much for your support once again. You can find the podcast rendition of this program on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and uh, Stitcher. Did I forget any other uh, platform? I, I can't remember any of these things off the top of my head, but here I am uh, doing it anyways. Um, so interesting night yet again, boys and girls. I hope you enjoyed it as uh, much as I did. This was um, pretty goddamn fascinating, in my opinion. So special thanks to Mr. Jeffrey Prather yet again, and look at that. Uh, thank you for the donation there, and I get to see... Donald Trump put his face in between the fake breast of Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of America. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, great shit there. The mind continues to race, boys and girls. Stay safe, everyone, no matter where you are on this island Earth. I'm Michael Deacon, and with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody.